Welcome to A Positive Spin, a well-being podcast without all the BS. Some of the S. Some of the S. A little bit of the S. There's shit in everything. (laughs) (laughs) There's fecal matter everywhere. We're super positive. Um, Hi. Hi. Who are you? I'm me. Just me. Just being me. I'm in such a weird mood right now. Are we not introducing ourselves anymore? Oh, shit. Yeah. Who are you? Go. (laughs) Did you already say you're Sarah Starkman? Oh, my God. What? Yeah, this is good. This is professional. I'm Kate Barron. (laughs) (laughs) Question mark? I'm I'm Sarah Starkman. Um, (laughs) Go. This is is a. did Did you already intro? This is horrible. You tagged on to the intro too. Oh, right? shit. Right? Remember? Yep. I remember it all. Yeah. I wish I was drunk right now. I wish that could be my explanation other than just being drunk a on tea. fucking knobhead. <laughs> what I actually I love am. no beds. I love no beds. This is episode five. Episode five. Yeah, man. Keeping We're it alive. So legit. We're like every other asshole with a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> is your whole family proud of you? <laughs> oh, they haven't told me if they are. I'm sure they're not. <laughs> just for this one specific thing? Or just thing. in general. Any pride? <laughs> my dad tells me often. Oh, oh, things are binging. You are falling apart today. <sighs> yeah, I'm on my crappy work laptop, and it is binging at me. Just one sec. Okay, please hold. There we go. I um, I wanted to tell you something interesting I was thinking about the other day. Because you know when you are a comedian, you kind of have these like little funny thoughts or comments that pop into your head, yeah. and then... When you sort of, if you choose to hone that craft and be a comedian, whatever, a writer on stage, this and that, um, you tap into that and you like notice things more because that's sort of like the perspective that you're working within in right, your own yeah. head, like things that, right? Because sometimes when I take a break from comedy, those little voices don't pop up as much. And it's interesting because I've really noticed that doing this podcast has made you see more positive yes it's made me Mm. see more positive things happening and i'm wondering i don't think it's just that they weren't there before i just think i wasn't paying as close attention to it it's like when you hear a word you've never heard before and then you hear it everywhere yeah it's no i totally get what you're saying with that i was at um tim horton's and there was a little boy in front of me i don't know if i've ever told you this and there was a little boy in front of me i'm really worried because you're drinking hot tea and i really don't want you to do a spit take, but I think this is really funny. Because <laughs> I we did earlier. We were standing in line, and the little boy was being so anxious, and he just wanted to get up to the front of the line and order a donut. And he was, like, throwing himself on the ground and just screaming that he wanted the big black one. And I was like, You're like you and me, you too, and me bro. both. You and me both, kid. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> and he was just, like, flailing his body against the glass, screaming how much he wanted the big, long black one. And I was like... Fuck, kid, you are killing me right now. Like, are you just, I was laughing so hard. But are you saying that, like, because you're, like, constantly on the hunt for that a BBK, sort of, that you were, like, hyper-aware no, to this no, kid's... No, no, I'm saying because of jokes. Like, you're always th- seeing, oh, like, jokes. could this be a joke? Isn't that what we were talking about? Yeah, but because Fuck. of what it was, I thought that no. you just meant, like, you're always on the hunt for a BBK, so when someone else wants Can one, you? too... What's the K? It's cack. Oh my god. <laughs> it's cack with a K. Because that's what you're allowed to say when you're in high school, right? Fuck. Um, okay. Okay, well. well no, I good. No, I was thinking about it because I was I was walking uh, Opie. I don't think I ever walk if it, my dog isn't there. But anyway, I was walking Opie and um, this woman was pushing 
uh, I guess her mother or whatever, a grandmother in a wheelchair. And this guy behind them was like trying to get around so that he could like move something out of the snow to help them. And I was picking up my pace and I was like, look at this. Like us two, just you know, able-bodied civilians were like fighting to get there to help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just made me so happy. And I didn't, I felt like if I wasn't sort of looking at the world as like sort of trying to be more mindful of the little positive things that were happening if I even would have thought twice about that no that's probably true I was also more mindful when I was going home for the holidays and I was at the airport and I was like pushing people out of the way and like swearing at people to move faster and I was like okay well this is not positive so I was more mindful of like my own actions or my inaction I guess did you keep doing that though yeah just elbowing people out well of the like way. they just don't get how to move in a security lineup i don't know how people still don't understand you need to take laptops out and take your shoes off first timers flying with a i'm bunch just of like oh my god please get oh, up. they should have like you should have a stamp card and if you've traveled more than 10 times in the last like <laughs> couple of years you get to go to an express lineup where you don't have to stand with the idiots who don't know what they're doing <laughs> sorry mom see you at the gate <laughs> My dad beeps every time he goes through and he's like, what? Well, of course. Oh, could it be the 400 pounds of change in your pocket, sir? It's, uh, yeah, but it's also typically usually like a belt buckle. No, no. It's shit like everyone that. knows. No, it's always the same shit. You, you do have to take your belt off, though, too. Yeah, but, like, you know that. Like, I am. My Keys, jacket's laptop, unzipped. Phone. I'm ready to. I'm, my shoes are undone in the lineup. I'm unzipped my boots. My jacket's unzipped. My backpack, I'm, like, holding it now with my laptop ready to be pulled out. I can be done out through security if it was just me in, like, one minute. But that's just being organized because there are also people yeah. that, like, there are people that you're, like, do not know how to do life. Like, you know when you're... Oh, yeah. But you know when you're in the subway and you're coming up the escalator and there's a huge coup of people behind you and, and the person in front of you top? just stops and starts looking around. I'm, like, we're not fucking bird watching. Like, wait till we get outside <laughs> of... That's when I help people by physically pushing them along. Oh, it's help. It's help. <laughs> That's positive that you're helping them. I know. I feel like we're spiraling. Spatula. Tell me um, some positive stuff. Okay. Well, here's the not positive thing. Because I want it to be positive And I've talked to people about like, this is great that we're always doing this thing. But I think we need to keep each other honest as well with like the shit we're not doing. And as much as like, I was a cow in the airport. It didn't stop there. I... <laughs> <laughs> Like, I want to be better, and I want to help people, and I want to say I always made the right call, but I for sure don't and didn't. And I was coming up from the subway on the escalator, and it was an area that only has an escalator up, and then it stairs down, and you'd have to walk around, like, a couple of blocks to go find, like, an elevator to go down. So I was coming up the escalator, and some woman was coming towards me with a stroller, and I was like, oh, this is only an up escalator. (laughs) And then she's like, oh, shit. And then I'm like, yeah, the stairs are next door. And so she's like, okay. So I get to the top, and she's standing at the stairs with her, like, buggy, and she's just like, oh, fuck. And I was like, yeah, I gotta go. (laughs) And I was just like, I just, like, walked, and because I was running late for a movie, because that was my big plans for the day. To see a daytime movie by myself. And I was just like, as I walked away, I'm like, I'm a fucking bitch. You know what? We all have those. We all we all have those days where we've had like a Don't long... justify it for me. Don't no, justify I'm not, my I'm not saying it was right. I just, I'm saying that we've... No, we've all been there. Also, it wasn't like you said that like she had no teeth and one leg and her kid was dying and you were like, see, I gotta I go to I would definitely not have helped her there. 
No, but you know what I mean. She wasn't an innocent victim of some sort of like, right. you know, right. uh, crime. No, she was like she a, had a, a, yeah. a wealthy mom. She like chose 5, to have 000, that kid. Yeah, and in like a $5,000 stroller. You're like, oh, your $5,000 stroller doesn't collapse and help you down the stairs. I always think about that. Like and a I butler also, doesn't pop out and help you carry it? Yeah. $5,000 for a stroller. I mean, I, mean, I know I you're know exaggerating, much. I have no but idea yeah, who knows? I don't know how much anything is for children. Or she could have been the nanny. In which case, you know, she had to work Shitty. solo anyway. <laughs> no, what I was going to say was that we've all been there where we've like, you know, like as an example on the subway or the bus or whatever, typically like if I'm looking up and around and somebody comes in who's older or they're pregnant or, look, yeah. you know, they have a cane, like I'm obviously going to give them my seat. But there's the odd day where it's been a long day and I'll see it, like I'll look up from my book and see an old person coming on and I'll just be like, not me today. Like somebody <laughs> yeah. else will stand for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. that's terrible that we're even talking about this out loud. I know. And I, this is the thing, but this is, we have to, because I felt like a fucking bitch and I have been thinking about it. And I was like, what would it have taken for me? I still got there plenty of time. I got there in the previews as it was. I, in fact, I stopped for snacks. I was in such a rush, and then I stopped for coffee and a snack, and I still got there with previews to spare. So you know what? Fuck me. That's it. I hope maybe one day somebody will push me down the stairs. No, maybe next time you'll help the person. Or yeah, for sure. Just maybe that's not your jam. What'd you do? What's going on? Have you seen? What have you? What's happening? Anything good in the world? Okay, so I took <laughs> every one. I'm so lame. I'm like, well, I was at home, or I took Opie for a walk. That's all I do. But anyway, I took Opie for a walk on Christmas Day and there was a $20 note chilling in the snow. Nice. It was so exciting because I never find or win anything. And it's funny that that happened because on the same street, someone's got a faulty pocket or something. (laughs) What if it's Phil and he just feels sorry for you? So he's dropping money in your path to make you feel better about your life. That would not shock me. (laughs) Because you know what he did. What? When we were like, oh, Oh, I know. At our show. Yeah, he was the only 20. I know. He said it was worth every cent. God. Bless him. That's like when your mother buys all your merch at a show. Like, no. And you're like, we sold out. Yeah. And my mom now has a box of (laughs) t-shirts. Um, no, so it was funny because I guess it was, it was the same night. It was the night of our show. I had told you I was walking down the street and saw a $10 bill. And my first instinct was that it was a joke and it was attached to a string. Oh, yeah, and yeah, someone yeah, was watching this. like, let's make the Jew chase the money down the street. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it to move. When Is I that was, a show? Like, Is that on Netflix? Because I would watch that. Oh my God. You just hide little fake gemstones in the snow. Oh my God. That's so horrible. I feel like. I can't even laugh at that. But that's, I said it. Yeah, that's true. It's but fine. that's fucking funny. But I've accumulatively made $30 out of just like walking down the street in the past month, which is pretty maybe exciting. This is, maybe they're playing the long game and the show is going to be a compilation of you taking well, it's all this be money. it's going to be 50 next. And then it's going to be keep growing until you're like <laughs> running into traffic, <laughs> chasing a 50. Oh man, they're smart. They're building it. Yeah, they're building it. It's the long Heck. game. It's the long con. Oh my God, that's fucking funny. Anyway, it was, it was, uh, that was great. It really made my day. I was so excited. Did you pass it on at all or were you like, nope, fuck you. Thanks for the money no i was like this is gonna pay for some dinner it was great <laughs> well that's good um um fuck. yeah oh my god that's stuff. so funny okay articles news news life um here's something that i found that is amazing um uh, fuck i say that word too much says you yeah inmates make clothing for preemie babies at oregon hospital i i love this 
Oh, I thought you were gonna be like, "Oh, I hate this." No. Um. So <laughs> they they talk about how most clothes are are made for infants, but infant clothes are still miles too big for premature babies. Right. And no one really makes premature baby clothes. And they also they don't take into account when they're in the hospital or they're in the NICU or something that they have to have like oxygen and cables and cords and like. All that stuff coming out of them, so they're all oh, they need, customized. Like, flaps and holes so there's all and these stuff? different flaps, so they can have the monitoring in them, but still be in a cute little onesie and still be like adorable. And I just thought that was the cutest thing. And a lot of them, it's made by these women who are at a prison. I um, don't know why when you said this, I just <laughs> went to all these like big ripped men, men with tats, just like like humming Katy Perry and just like weaving their little outfits. No, it's women at um, Coffee Creek. It's called. Um, they were very excited to hear that little twins were modeling their first outfits that they made. And, um, they, a lot of the women are mothers themselves and they haven't seen their kids in however long. And so, um, they bought a little tiny doll to use for sizing. Little preemie doll? What country is this or city? Oregon. Like, America. Did you say Oregon before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I heard Oregon. Oregon. Well, I have a speech impediment. <laughs> no, but like an organ. And I don't know if I just like clumped that into the preemie thing. No, they made templates. There was resizing, recutting. They made, they had like a lot of trial and error. And then they started doing production. They have 10 sewing machines. That's awesome. And they, they can do, um, yeah, they're just like making a whole bunch. The choosing the right fabric was a challenge, they said, because they wanted to be able to be washed and dried to test shrinkage and all that kind of stuff. And it's just like... This really cool thing because it takes into account like all like I said the tubes and cords and lines, and then have them also be like super cute. I know my friend who had a preemie, and he was three months premature. I think like he was Oof. very tiny. Yeah. Uh, he's great now, but he's very very tiny. And yeah, they didn't. Everything was like, kind of oversized, and they just had him in like a million blankets. I remember seeing him actually for the first time in the hospital, and they took off. He was like this big bundle in his little container and they took with all his lights and stuff and they took off a blanket and they took off another blanket and another and another and another until it was going smaller, 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 smaller. And he was so tiny. Like a babushka doll. That when I saw him, I just started crying. It was so sad. Um, so it was just a cool thing that I thought. And then I was like, it's cool for the prisoners too though. Cause it gives them kind of like, um, purpose, purpose and they feel like they're contributing and i'm sure there's community within themselves like doing this and, and there are a lot of that. mothers so they know that this is going to a good place and they can relate to well it. they're also in prison i don't think they're like so worried about the moral aspect of it well i don't you never know like there's a lot of reasons in you can like, be in why prison people are in prison and of people course. getting put there you know for like fucked up reasons and especially in the american prison system and a lot of just like anyway, don't get me spatula. Don't uh, get me starting on uh, institutionalized racism in okay. the U.S. We'll scoop that out. But there's a lot of stuff like that, and so I thought, yeah, that was cool. And then I was like, what else do prisoners do that we don't know about? Uh oh. So then I found a thing that was talking about here's like. No, <laughs> it's so sinister. No, like, no, kind no. Of sexual. No, like eleven products you might not realize are made by prisoners. Um, books for the blind. They do Braille books. They make There's Braille the, books? In Missouri, the Center for Braille and Narration Production employs 102 convicts who are certified through the Library of Content, or Congress, and they transcribe anything from novels to music. It's awesome. Um, in the 1990s, Victoria's Secret and JCPenney hired a subcontractor who had 35 South Carolina inmates making lingerie for Victoria's Secret and JCPenney. 
But, oh my god. I know, that one's horrible. Is it slave labor? Like, do they get paid? Do they get paid anything as well? Like, how does that yeah, work? Yeah, they do get paid. It's like pennies kind of payment. I don't think it's a lot, but I think it gets in their commissary and stuff like that. Just I know making America great again. Shows. Exactly. Uh, park benches and picnic tables. Florida, there's a rehab center where 4,000 inmates produce, um, like, forest like through forestry stuff like picnic tables park benches trash can holders through the for for like uh national parks and stuff which is kind of cool military jackets and battle garb weird weird which would you really i don't know i'm not i know right human silhouette targets for law enforcer training they make those i guess they're like silk screened printed out i guess and it's kind of like their jam yeah right old ikea products in the 70s and 80s political (laughs) prisoners in the cold war struck um they did like uh, they did a deal with the ikea furniture company and they were paid 40 east german marks per month which is about sorry they were paid 40 straw marks per month what what is it uh, 40 east german marks per month (laughs) do i i do have a speech impediment god damn and they were four percent of the monthly salary for the av- by the average East German worker. Uh, baseball caps, um, canoes, artsy knickknacks. There's ones that do like little gift shoppy things, like music boxes and drawings and paintings and greeting cards. Blue jeans. Um, and this one just says horses. What? How do they make horses? <laughs> <laughs> it just says horses. In Colorado, the Wild Horse Inmate Program or WHIP. Trains wild Mustangs, prepping them for adoption since 1986. They've trained over 5,000 Mustangs. Oh, they train the um, animals. It's a second chance farm that takes in retired thoroughbred racehorses. And retired thoroughbred prisoners. Yeah. Re- um, and rescues out-of-work horses from the slaughterhouse and teaches them about animal caretaking skills. That's probably great, actually. So that was actually specifically what I was thinking, like, aside from, like, purpose and this and that, when a lot of people, if they are lucky enough to have a sentence that allows them to be released for, you know, being able to live the rest of their lives, um, they often, like don't have many skills to offer. So if yeah. you actually have been working at something and you're an amazing seamstress or an animal worker or whatever yeah. technician of sorts, that really gives you a leg up when you get released. And this last one says, yeah, they, they learn how to roast this one second chance coffee company, teach them how to roast coffee beans and restart their lives. And they do different types of beans from Costa Rica and Ethiopia. And it's like, Fair trade, like, it's cool. Like I, I feel think like that's... we could alleviate, like, sweatshop workers just by well, bringing everything to local prisons. But then are they... It's a dicey situation because of privatized prisons in the U.S. I'm specifically speaking to, to the U.S., yeah. but they have a privatized prison system, and then the same companies could own a manufacturing company and a privatized prison, plus their influential lawmakers. So it's in their best interest to... Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, imprison people to work for them. So they create laws that imprison more people and hence get cheap labor. So it becomes like a glorified sweatshop in and of itself. But in modern day America, it would be posed as rehabilitation. Exactly. It was like, it's, it's a whole, it's a very, it's, it's not like, yes, they're learning new skills, but it's not a a cut and dry thing. Like it is. I didn't even think of that. And that is a total sad reality that definitely would and could happen. Can you imagine? It's like, you know. Uh, but could you Kingston ask- Penitentiary sponsored by Nike right oh I'm sure that's on the way Co- like Coca-Cola <laughs> pen yeah. like how they have like I just heard they have like 
what is it? They, they you know how all the stadiums are named like the Sprite Stadium yeah. or like Rogers Arena and all this stuff. Like they have, what I just heard of the most ridiculous one. I swear there's like a Mountain Dew dome, and I'm like, oh come on, come Crab Juice Dome would be better, please. <laughs> Anyone who did not get that reference, get out of my life. That's it. So prisoners, cool. cool. Yeah, that's great. What about you? What you okay, have? so I found um, beer made using human urine. Okay, that's good. And we're done. And Sarah's, <laughs> Sarah's done. That's fucking disgusting. What are you even talking about? Okay, so. <laughs> Fuck, I hate you. This is horrible. Go. Um, so it's in Denmark. Of course it is. Well, then that's okay, because they're fucking Danish and weird. It's called Pisner. Oh, shut. Right? Uh, like, why? Yeah, I swear to God, it's called Pisner. Um, but it doesn't actually, it's not like bottled urine, because how could you, you know what I mean? It's not like a, a shandy, where instead of lemonade, they just like put urine in it. But it's that it's uh, the grains um, from malting barley, instead of being fertilized, uh in plant nutrients or like like poop sometimes things are right right um they are fertilized by human urine in fact the fields of this particular uh malting barley were doused in more than thirteen thousand gallons of pee which came out of the various this is a quote the various urethras of attendees from one of the largest music festivals in Northern Europe. Oh, that is some rank ass dehydrated You know what piss. I feel like happened here? It's some fucking beer company planted a bunch of things, decided to have a festival. Some people pissed all over the field and they're like, this is our new thing. We have Pissner. Like, get the fuck out of here. No way. Well, I mean. That is like me dropping a plate of food on the floor and be like, I meant to serve it like that. It's called floor food. <laughs> So now you eat it off there. I bet you hipsters would love that. 100% they're bragging about drinking piss beer. Well, they're trying to, I think it's from like an ecological standpoint because they're calling it beer cycling. Oh, no, no, no. That's fucking human waste. Get the fuck out of here. However, what they're saying is, is that instead of it being waste, it's used, it has a purpose. Okay, well, give me your cup of tea. I'll piss in it and then (laughs) we'll be all happy. That's fucking... No, no. Oh Leak my tea. god. That so, is like isn't there a saying that like don't don't piss in my drink beer? and no, it's like isn't it's like something it's like or don't shit on my something and call it a something. That's a saying. There's some sort of saying that's like I don't know, don't piss in my glass and call it wine or something like that. It's like a, some saying that's like that. Someone is listening to this where they're like they know the Yeah, saying, and they're and saying they're it like, out loud. I that always happens to me when I listen to podcasts. They're like, what's the thing? And I'm like you idiot! It's this, you fucking idiot! Or like when you're watching Jeopardy and you're yelling at the people getting the things wrong. Well, I'm usually, I'm usually the one. one getting the yeah. things wrong. Yeah, yeah. cool. Um, okay, that's Jeopardy gross. for kids. Um, Ew, so, so gross. So then I was like, what other gross stuff could they maybe make something <laughs> cool out of? And this is a little like less vomit inducing. A man made a surfboard out of 10,000 cigarette butts. Okay, I thought you were going to be like, just compacted shit. <laughs> <laughs> Riding on a shit board. Um, out of 10,000 cigarette butts. Okay, that's actually more interesting to me. So he he basically said um, that cigarette butts are the most polluted item picked up on the beach yeah, um, in that, Santa yeah. Cruz. And yeah, he, it was. I guess like the whole con, they found it so startling because it was like, who would have thought cigarettes would have made something 
so beautiful. It is still kind of disgusting because it's not just like a bottle cap that you find on the ground and take out of the beach, which is also garbage. It's like somebody's dirty, sucked on, nasty poison stick butt that you're like picking up and then smushing into a surfboard. But it is really cool because now it kind of serves a purpose as opposed to just... That one I actually feel like... Yeah, that one is actually kind of cool. I'm way less grossed out than like the pit. At least you're just like surfing on the board and you can sand it and you know put whatever. Yes, yeah, they're they're not they just, just like, like literally compress. Yeah, exactly. I'm just watching some redneck on like a tin. It's like a bunch of garbage cans taped together with some cigarette butts on it. And that's a surfboard. No, you want to see? Yeah. But, and I think the great part too is it's like, well, what else could we make with compressed garbage? He spent like months picking shit up off of like beach and park, beaches and parking lots and boardwalks. Yeah. Like picking and up actually, all the I wish I hadn't lots. seen it. It looks gross to see. It is pretty well, gross. Why doesn't he uh, like paint over it and like sand it down and like. Well, because I guess they're like showing that like, show that like this is something we could do. We could pick up gross, nasty cigarette butts, make them into surfboards yeah. and they could serve a purpose. Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. Gross, but cool. Yeah, I do like that. The piss you mean beer, you like it more than the piss Get the fuck beer? out of here. <laughs> no, I think it's even, like, who's who's drinking it, I need to know. Like, someone's making pizza in a shit-fired oven. However, though, we Ugh. do eat mushrooms, and they're fertilized in I don't eat legit poo. You don't eat mushrooms? No, I don't really like mushrooms. But is it because of the poo factor? No, I just don't really like them. However, that, but that is but a But I like truffles, thing. and aren't they just, like, basically in... Those are just fancy mushrooms. Well, but those are... And are they fertilized in the Queen's shit? Like, it's still shit. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? If it was, like, Kate Middleton and Meghan Markle and Harry, Prince Harry were just shitting all over them. If it was their piss, I might... Eh. Oh, royal... Oh, wow. <laughs> Marketing. Yeah, if it was royal piss, I might do it. If it was marketed as royal piss, you would probably do it as well, right? I mean, yeah. I guess so. Well, now we know. I'm going to give you a big clump of poo and tell you that Meghan Markle sent it to me for you. <laughs> Light it on fire. Yeah, and you're like, mm. Yeah, just a big flaming bag of shit <laughs> on my doorstep. From the queen. <laughs> she ate a bunch of truffles beforehand. You know how um pigs sniff out truffles? Yeah. Well, now they don't. It's like dogs who do it. I just talked to my friend who went truffle hunting. They went on a, like a truffle hunt in the south of France or something. Fancy. And I was like, oh, did you do it with like pigs? And she's like, no, they've trained dogs to do it now. And they're actually, I guess they're, tra- pigs are kind of like, doo-doo-doo, I'll do it in my own time. And dogs are like, hu- train, they train them this. to like hunt and yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Well, I was going to say, I, uh, a girlfriend of mine, Danielle, who you met, yeah. um, her partner, Ian, they were talking about, she was saying about like pigs truffle hunting. <laughs> and he was like, pigs sniff out chocolate? And we were like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> chocolate is not grown in the ground. Oh, <laughs> he that's... thought she thought they like sniffing out fucking Laura Secord cherry chocolate bombs. I like, thought a no. turkey flew to Oregon, remember? So <laughs> Salt Lake City, actually. Salt, yeah, Utah. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Okay, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, Give me your throwaway. Throwaway is this is just I saw this and it was so funny because okay, here's the heading of the article. It says where was it? Firstly, um, it is I don't really know woman gets <laughs> I don't know it, I'm trying Who to cares um it's in America I think um uh, South Pasadena yeah America America um a woman gets a lifetime bus pass for 103rd birthday <laughs> 
if that's not and they said she's like so excited to get it but look at the picture of her she's like holding it up being like uh she i mean she said she's excited to get it because she goes to church and she runs errands and stuff and she's 103 years old she takes her late morning stroll to the bus stop and she goes to church and she has a little routine and she said I Why tell- lifetime? Because it's too morbid for them to be like, we're going to give you a year. And well, see she's 103 and that's what they give her. They should have given her a lifetime bus pass when I'd she be was like, two. You know, no shit. I'm like, why don't you give it to an underprivileged kid who could use it for the rest of their life? But they're like, oh, look, we did this good deed. <laughs> she's going to die soon. Like, and she's like, just what I need. That fucking bus pass for the next 50 like, years that I'm not going to see. What's your legacy? Oh, you're the old lady that got the bus pass at the end of her life like and she but but look how listen how cute this is she's like if i tell myself i'm super then i feel better i get up in the morning and say you're super so get up and do the work barbara how cute is that she's so cute she like does she know she can chillax now she said she loves taking the bus well but the fees do add up and she they thanked her for being such a loyal rider throughout the year and the transit authority said, she she said, it means everything to me. Look how much I can save. They're going to find her dead on the bus for sure. Yeah. So she gets mugged. <laughs> Next week's story. She gets mugged on the bus. <laughs> Somebody took her lifetime pass. <laughs> um, and they're like, we are the CEO of it is like, they're trying to do it as a good news story. It came out in December and I'm kind of like, okay, why don't you do that? And then if I was her, I'd be like, okay, give it to me and 30 kids from an underprivileged school. That take the bus fucking an hour each way to school to get an education. How about that? You think you'll have that? all that, like, oomph when you're 103? She's probably just like... Oh, I'm going to go out fighting. I remember my <laughs> visiting my Nana in the hospital when she was, like, 100 and... How old was she? She was, like, 101 when she died, I think. And she was in the hospital, and they we would go in and visit her, and I remember them being like, okay, well, she just threw her walker across the room at the nurse. <laughs> called her a fucking bitch so and i'm like yeah so it's in my blood it's gonna i'm say. gonna go out fighting and then my grandma was still 100 percent with it like at the end like i think we've talked about this before yeah. and and they were just like fucking feisty feisty women all the men die early of heart diseases i think the women bring that on bring it on so phil's uh, mother is one of five girls yeah oh, and God. her father passed away from early from uh heart failure and i think he just like couldn't handle all the women yeah. that's like a lot it's a lot of double x oh my double x i was like they were big ladies oh i thought you were gonna go to, <laughs> i thought you were gonna be like triple x what was happening over there no like oh, the double yeah, like yeah, yeah. the chromosomes yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah, that right, right? Men is no, XY? Yeah. Okay, good. Because right. I said it on stage recently. But I thought it was, yeah, it was just like a cute little, I love that they did it, but ugh, fuck. But they could have given her something. Cute. Like, what about like a fancy dinner or something? Or how about just making it so old people don't need to suffer to be able to afford to take the bus in to America? To go to church they and see their family. Yeah. A reasonable, anyway. Ha <laughs> spatula. Um. <laughs> but it was a nice thing. And if she, and, and if she likes it. But like it, the CEO is being like, it's one of those nice things. I love it. And she's adorable. But, eh, you know, it's one of those corporate, whatever, positive. It's it is positive. also weird, but like, 
because my landlady was just telling me she was showing me the so her mom just her she turned 100 yesterday yeah and so she was showing me the letter from the queen and we're talking about how cool that is and i was just thinking it's an interesting thing that you get like celebrated for shit ass luck because there are people who treat their bodies like garbage and live forever there are people that live incredible lifestyles and die early yeah so you know what i mean like it's such a gamble and then you get this like award it it means nothing yeah and then it goes into storage when you kick it a year later you know what i mean like how many people live past 100 i know to what what's the what's the cutoff do you think like 107 and then you just max the fuck out no i had like an aunt who lived to 111 and she was a christian scientist and so she never went to go see a doctor that's also really lucky i thought you were saying that shit shit crazy what is your uh what's your throwaway okay it's a it's called the people's fridge i like it already and it's basically like uh it's it's a big fridge in Brixton, an area in London in the UK, and you don't need to show ID cards or proof of hunger and anyone, people, businesses, um, but only certified food businesses can leave to cook food on the fridge shelves. And it's open different hours, but like seven days a week. And packaged food, unpackaged food, food past its before date that's still good to eat, cooked food from registered food businesses. You just can't put in anything raw or like opened milk or right, whatever. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? To yeah. make the fridge smell or spoil all this stuff. But yeah, it's basically like edible food instead of going to waste gets put in a fridge and that's anyone great. can come and take it home and eat it. That's that's awesome. Isn't and that has it been amazing? Successful? Like, how yeah. Long has it been going for? Um, it's been since 2016, but it was inspired from similar fridges um, in Germany, Spain, India, and Somerset in the UK. So, it, so they were catching on to a trend rather than starting it. But regardless. That's awesome though. I love it's that. also become this, I think, specifically, I mean, aside from it being from the UK. So we hear more about it. Um, Jamie Oliver heard about it and then invited the guy who started it to be on the television. And I think that sort of amplified its success right. um, and frequency of visitors and stuff. But I just think that's incredible. Jamie Oliver. Love what him. a guy. I used to have a Love cardboard him. cutout of him and then Phil was like, you know what? Okay, that's fucking weird. Why would you even get a cardboard cutout of My him? friend stole it from Sobeys for me. <laughs> and we had matching plaid shirts, me and Jamie. Oh my God. But I do love him. I love him. He Who, does a lot of him stuff or Anthony Bourdain. Is that a joke? <laughs> no. I, Anthony Bourdain is fucking... I once saw a show and he's eating these like this, this disgusting seafood and it smelt really gross but he said it tasted really good and he is just like this is a good uh a good test for a first date because if she's not gonna eat this she's not gonna do that and then (laughs) because he's like a little bit of a pig but i kind of like he's because he's an ex he's a bit dirty and he's clever but he's lived a hard life like that's why i like him yeah he looks like a fucking beaten split brown leather couch from somebody's basement oh yeah i kind of like that like I get that I like that too and he's lived a life and he's been all over the place I find in recent episodes he's a he's really arrogant and obnoxious and I can't stand watching him whereas okay. with Jamie the only sort of arrogance is when he's eating stuff that he's made and he's like this is amazing it's delicious and I'm like relax like buddy you fucking made it and you fucking love Brits I do love Brits I didn't yeah. even realize I love Brits oh you have such a hard on for them yeah I do yeah. But I, yes, I love his British accent, but I love that he just like loves food and life and people and he yeah. wants to help reduce waste and he wants to help um, put better food in the like, in real schools, food. Yeah. real food. Yeah. I love his whole shtick. Um, yeah. So that's really cool. That's, that's my throwaway. I love Throwing it. Throwing it straight at you. Okay. And so what are we, what are we doing this week? What are you going to do? I don't have anything. I have no idea. 
I have nothing either. Is that so pathetic? No. No. Ugh. Um. Okay. Well, no. Maybe that's. I don't know. I because I guess I'll if I see a woman carrying a stroller, no. I will help her. I will help her, and I will do less helping of pushing people along in the subway. You will <laughs> helping slash helping slash pushing them along the subway. This is more something that I have been in the process of doing, but maybe I'm just going to... So I've been driving more, and uh, road rage is a real thing. It's a real thing. It's real. And I think something that I've been trying to do, and I'm going to keep trying to do it because it's hard, is... Because I I didn't realize it's so interesting. I took a big break from driving, and I've noticed just, I guess, I mean, it makes sense in terms of the way society is going. Yeah. But, like, if someone's turning left the person behind them will try and go around them because they can't wait that second nobody indicates no one takes that extra second that you probably should be taking on the road and i find it really frustrating if there's like a bit of a blockage someone will move to the right hand lane they'll go up as fast as they can then they'll realize nobody's in that right hand lane because there's a bunch of parked cars and then they'll try and ask to get back in and that really used to piss me off because they used to be like fuck you motherfucker you don't have any patience you're not getting cut in front of me and then i realized how taxing that was on me to be like yelling at them and angry about it so what i've been doing is is letting anybody in who wants to be let in because who fucking cares and like what what is it gonna save you Three, two, like half a second. Like, come on. What to not let to them not in? let them in and just right. like, be like get all angry. It's not like who really fucking cares, right? But it's run. so easy to just be like screw you. Yeah. So I've just been trying to like leave a little bit earlier so that I don't feel like I have to rush, and then it can allow me to sort of like let people yeah. in and not hate them. And I've noticed that it creates a far less angry drive. Oh, for sure. So I like that. That's good. Keep on. Keeping on. Keep on keeping on. So I don't so know what I'm gonna just... do, but I'm just gonna try to be better. Yeah. So let's that's try. What we want everyone. We're just we're just trying. Let's try and do better. Okay, bye. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe.